Mick, Keith, and their questionably costumed cohort said, You can't always get what you want. But that doesn't make it okay for anyone else to have it either. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season four, episode 16, While You Weren't Sleeping. Original air date, February 21st, 2011, written by Sarah Goodman, directed by Norman Buckley. So the OG, one of the OG teams. Buckley in the house. Summary. It's Eric's 18th birthday. Who would have known? Because we barely touched on that the episode. But there's plenty of drama to go around. Blair decides to speed up her timeline on her career path to becoming a powerful woman. Serena is forced to choose between her family and Ben. Chuck and Lily's relationship remains icy in the aftermath of Lily's betrayal. That's incorrect because it's not Lily's betrayal. (laughs) And it's not icy. And it's not icy. So that last paragraph, uh, last sentence, not so accurate. My gospel of gossip tonight, I told Michelle, was titled The Blair Necessities, like Blair's blog. So cute. And so when I heard Blair Necessities, Bear Necessities, Yogi Bear, Yogi T. That's how she got there. That's how I got there. That was my thought process. Also, like, the Bear Necessities, like, tea is a classic staple. It's one of my necessities yeah, of life. Yeah, something warm, comforting. And uh, Michelle has these really delicious elixirs, which have ginger and hibiscus. Apple cider vinegar. So good. We put a little bit of that in there, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. So delish. All right, so let's refresh my three gossip words from last week. We have tension, because, like, literally everyone's in tension at this point. Yeah. Distraction. I meant this for Eric being the drug mule and the tulips, and then overwhelmed, obviously, Blair. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. So we'll start out with her, our overwhelmed Blair. She and Serena are talking about how incredibly busy she is and overworked. Serena and Dorota wonder what, why Blair would be throwing herself into her work. Is this because you're trying to avoid being hurt over Chuck and Raina, even though they did break up? Blair's like, no, I just want to jumpstart my new path, my career, my powerful woman plan, two-year plan. And at that moment, a Gossip Girl blast comes through, stating that Raina's going to be the new face of Anne Archibald's foundation, uh, Girls, Inc. And as we know, Blair was supposed to be the face of Girls, Inc., but then she didn't get the position because of Chuck. However, Raina and Chuck are no longer, so I guess that works for them. I'm like, wait, same thing now? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't understand. But I guess it's a different... It's different. She wasn't that involved with... I guess newly involved with Chuck versus Blair, who was was, ongoing relationship with Chuck. Yes, and toxic. Very toxic. Right. Um, But now Raina seems to be this it girl who has everything, and Blair is definitely feeling a little inferior to her, and she needs to move up her two-year plan, as I said, and she needs to go start this like ASAP, like now. So she uh, heads to work, Skypes in her minions, because there's no way that she'd be able to see them, even though apparently Jessica messed up. They thought W meant Waldorf's. Right. (laughs) And also, it takes a village. It takes a village. And Blair hands off a lot of her tasks throughout the day to her minions and uh, gives them all a little individual project. And of course, Penelope, she's like, "Mm, I don't want to do presents for Eric and... Uh, your mom. 
Why? Penelope. Maybe I missed this part. So don't laugh and don't judge. It's a, of course not. A safe space. Why is Blair in charge of Eric's birthday? It's not. She's in charge of getting Eric a present. Just, just her, present? her own present. But she doesn't have time to even get him a present. So she needs to get Penelope to get him a present. Oh, okay. it's not like Blair is in charge of Eric's party. It came off that way. And because yeah. when she's like, I don't want to deal with presents. Like you just have to go buy a present. It's just one present. Well, it's two presents because I guess I don't know if it's Eleanor's birthday soon. Yeah. too. They need to get her a present as well. So she assigns all of them the tasks and now she can get back to work. She's supposed to be delegating to her interns at the W. However, they have all requested to be transferred because they don't like Blair and her dictator ways. Yeah. Because that's Blair. Yeah. So Patch comes in. So she volunteers Patch to be her intern at that moment. And he's like, "Mm, I'm not going to be working for you again. I'm going to be your ally. And if we're going to do this, you need to admit that you need me. And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to say those words. So please go. This cute banter. (laughs) So cute. Yeah. So Blair is flipping out because now she's trying to balance everything. And then on top of all that, Serena and Eric come in asking for her her help with a Damien situation. And so she finally tells Dan, yes, Dan Humphrey, I do need your help and get to work ASAP. I need you to start now. So he decides to start with a post-it note in which was left for Penelope. There's a lot of miscommunication happening. Loads and loads and loads. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes, and she she can't even delegate properly because she's so overwhelmed. Yeah. So it's not it's not good. It's a recipe for disaster. So later on after a bunch of mess ups because of the way she delegated to her uh minions She's trying to put the pieces together. She even wears mismatched shoes to Eric's birthday party. Yeah. Similar, but Very not quite. similar. Not, qu- not quite the, not right the one. same. No, I think one was black and one was navy and one had a blue, uh, a gold brooch and the other one had a yeah, silver. Yeah, I can understand how they got mixed up Looks in the dark. similar. Even though she blamed Dorota. Of course she blamed Dorota because she keeps blaming everyone else. By herself. But herself because yeah. she doesn't want to admit she's overworked and can't handle it. Right. So... At that point, Patch has a conversation with her and tells her, you know what? You're just subconsciously trying to compete with Raina and it's not healthy for you. You just need to stop and just admit that you can't do it all. And she, of course, is like, oh, what do you know, Dan? But then the minion comes in and says, oh, your whole your saving grace today was your blog. And you got an F in this class and, you know, you, you whatever happened. And she realizes, oh, Dan, help me write my blog. Or he, he wrote the whole thing. So this blog was just... I think she, with the W, has this, like, I don't know if it's weekly or daily blog. Okay. About the Blair necessities yes. or whatever, I guess, her topic of interest is. Right. And so that's another task that she needs to accomplish. And Dan took it upon himself to do that one, as, along with other ones. Yeah, um, but he wrote her whole blog for her. I promise you guys, I did watch the show of course. tonight. There was I a lot going on, and also there questions. were parts we were excited about, so we were chatting in and the Discord screaming. and screaming, and then looking up and looking down. So it's it's hard, and especially it's her first time watching the whole episode. So thank you. Nobody faults Michelle. <laughs> um, and it was a very sweet moment where Blair realized, "Oh, Padge, help me out." Friendship, friendship, friendship. She, she was in, she was impressed. So. Later on, to thank him, she heads to Brooklyn and she admits that 
you know, she got fired, but pretty much she quit anyway because she knows that she can't do it all. And she thought that she would be become the Blair Waldorf that she hoped sooner so that she can get back with Chuck. And we're like, this is and not this why you me. should do this. No, you should not be doing this for Chuck. You should be doing this for you. But you know what? This is her being stripped down and yeah. admitting why she was really doing this. Yes. And seeing Chuck with someone else. And she tells Dan, I know that's who Chuck is thinking about at night, not me. And so I just got myself wrapped up in this. And you know, life doesn't work like that. You can't force things that are not it's meant to not be the yet. Exactly. Not, you know, the timing is not there. Yeah. And so Dan's like, are you going to stay? And they end up getting pizza together. Gourmet, of course. I don't know what that means. I would love to know what a gourmet pizza for Blair is. Well, let's think. Like truffle, definitely on it. Truffle. Thin crust, maybe? I think so. Maybe like, just like simple, like ricotta cheese. Maybe even a fancier cheese. Ooh, like... I don't know. What's the fancy cheese? <laughs> from France. I'm like burrata. <laughs> from France. As I say, I don't know, some kind of some like, kind of, yeah, French or like cheese. a goat cheese and fig. Mm-hmm. And, and a basil. Maybe arugula on top. Love arugula. It's like a very artisanal pizza is what I assume a gourmet pizza is. You yeah. guys let us know. Yeah. What a gourmet New York pizza would be because we just eat regular pizza here. Don't you think Gossip Girl and maybe she they did. I was going to say she did. I'm thinking of Kristen Bell. Uh-huh. Narrating. She just said something about like Lonely Boy. Lonely Boy finds their friend in Brooklyn or something. The narration. Did she? I don't. No, I'm saying she should oh, have. Oh, <laughs> I, was I like, don't. Did she say that? I don't know. I would have been. Yeah. I, I feel like there should have been mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as the narration closed us. Yes. Um, but that scene and the end of the episode does close with them watching a movie very sweet, and then they end up falling asleep together, cuddling. Her head was on Her head his was shoulder. resting on his shoulder. My heart so, is like, bursting. Intimate. But also, I know they're just friends. I know this is just a friendship, but I really like this pairship. 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 S.S. Pair. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm here. The S.S. Pair. The S.S. Pair. This is me. <laughs> Like on a giant pair, you guys can't see. You guys can't see. (laughs) She's like teetering on the boat. (laughs) Great visuals for me, but you're welcome. You know, Uh, very, very cute. On to something that's not so cute is Serena. Sorry, not sorry. Not cute. Serena's okay. She's fine. It's just this relationship. We're not into it. So Serena stays the night at Padge and Ben's. Just playing Scrabble. She has to make that known. Sorry if we kept you up. We were just playing Scrabble. And Dan's like, huh, since when do you like to play Scrabble? I don't remember you liking Scrabble. Never played Scrabble with me. <laughs> She's like, um, Dan, I made coffee. If you want any, it's in the pot. And then Ben's trying to make small talk with Dan. It's just it's extremely awkward. awkward. <laughs> it's really awkward. And Dan ends up leaving. And Serena tells Ben that she needs to go to the Vanderwoodsons because she needs to help Lily plan for Eric's 18th birthday party. And so she does ask Ben to come with her, but he's just not ready to face Lily. He doesn't want to make nice, pretend to, you know, be okay with everything because of what happened. Yeah, I feel and this I'm is like, fair. Dude, Don't you yeah. think this is this is? Oh yeah, fair he's like, Serena, don't push me. Yeah, in time. 
But also, dude, you got involved with Serena. Well, yes, <laughs> but don't force, like, now we're going to make nice and plan a party right. together. Just because we're dating doesn't mean that I need to make nice with your with your parents it's right now. too soon. Yeah. So they agree to hang out after the party is over, and hopefully they'll get some alone time because it's been a minute, and they haven't been able to, be, to consummate the relationship. Ew. Consummate? You just said that? <laughs> she did this little hand movement, like... <laughs> Like you know, they're getting they're getting it, <laughs> like kissing. Oh, um, that's what you meant. Yeah, like, but also like you know, whatever, whatever you just, whatever you think that motion is. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but wait, like, before yeah, we go, yeah. I just want to say, uh, listen, I both agreed. We th- we do not like Ben and Serena. There's no no. Chemistry. I mean, and you guys know that at this no. point, right? You know. But then we also agreed. We like a dark Ben. We don't like this. Like he's just way too vanilla, boring. Just no, uh, nothing. No spark. No passion. There's nothing going on there. So when he's evil, I'm like, okay, we this like is evil more ben. entertaining. Yeah, it just doesn't suit him to be this nice guy. And like he's trying to be. It just feels so forced. Their relationship is non-believable. I want to know who ships them. Did we ask this last no, week? No, like, let's you ask. Really? I'm asking the universe now. If you have shipped Ben and Serena, please let us know. If you want to first watch ship them, maybe you have changed your opinion. Maybe you like them now more than you did then. I don't know. Barina? Barina. Ooh. Sen. Seren. I hate him. I hate both of them. This we're, show is we're not awful. Gonna, we're not going to ship them because no, no. you know what? It's it's done. <laughs> Continue. Fair. Yeah. It just, that's it. So later on, Ben goes to the Vanderwoodson lobby. I guess Serena texted him, meet me here, even though it's like, oh, come on, Serena. It's so awkward. He doesn't want to be in this building. Yeah. But she says, I just want to wish, wish Eric a happy birthday, being that he's sick and his party fell through. And at that moment, Eric comes downstairs and has to admit that he's actually not sick, but he's having Damien trouble. So now we know Damien has this Coke shipment coming in via tulips today and since his dad is on close watch of damien he's making eric pick up the drugs for him and if he doesn't lily is lily is outed yeah she's outed for the affidavit and so now serena and ben are like oh man come on eric you can't do this and eric says what what choice do i have i'm not gonna let mom go to jail so then eric goes upstairs and he's gonna go tell lily that the party's on but serena and ben talk about it and ben's like you're not we're not doing this and Serena's like, but it's my mom. He's like, so you're taking her side? She's like, I don't want my mom to go to jail. This, so. is, this is really <laughs> tough because this whole time Serena's actively choosing to go against her mom to be with Ben. Yes. She said that, like, mom, I want you to go down. She has acted up, right, to, like, she's, out Serena. She's trying to out, yeah. In, at a party. When was that? Two ep- Whenever had that happened? Yeah. She outed during mm-hmm. the party. Mm-hmm. And so for Ben, he's like, I thought you were on my page. But when it's, like, hitting too close to home... She has to be in control of it. She's not in control of her mom being outed, so this is a right. problem. And he says, well, Lily just will get, she'll pay for what she did. That's all. So she goes to jail for a few years. That's okay. And Serena's like, it's not okay with me. Right. I know it's okay with you, obviously, because of what she did to you, but... It's not okay. It's not okay in general. She's still my mom, and they're obviously not seeing eye to eye here, and they decide to part ways. So then later on, Ben hears from Dan that Dan went to go pick up these drug tulips, and Ben's like, ugh. 
okay, so she went through with the plan after we discussed not doing it. But I'm like, oh, you never actually said, she never actually said she's not going to do it. Right. And you used <laughs> Patch. And yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he's upset about this. And at the Vanderwoodsons, Eric and Serena want to know why Dan was the one to pick up the tulips. And he explains he was just trying to help out Blair. He ends up picking up a hundred purple tulips and not a hundred pink ones that have the drugs in it. So then when Blair arrives, now she's, of course, blaming Dan. You were the one who picked up the wrong flowers when he's like, no, you were the one who wrote down the wrong color. And we know what happened (laughs) with that. So now Damien is going to be very upset. Ben arrives at the Vanderwoodsons to talk to Serena and how upset he is that Serena went through with this tulip plan. I thought we agreed. No, we didn't. And Serena tries to tell Ben that she just doesn't want to see her mom in jail. Okay. Right. And he goes, okay, so you're, so you're choosing your mom over me then. And she's like, I'm going to go upstairs and help my brother and not talk about this anymore. No bueno. Oh, dude, you not. need to read the room. Read the room <laughs> and take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm just out of this. Don't involve yourself. Don't involve yourself. Even though it technically it does involve him very ever so slightly. Yeah, but he doesn't have to be involved with this situation. No, and he's not. He doesn't benefit or no. get hurt in this situation at all. So he could have just stayed out of it. Right. But he doesn't want Serena to get in trouble for muling drugs or Eric, I guess. Because he loves her. Of course, which we've never actually heard him say that. But so. we know it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but so because Dan picked up these purple tulips instead of the pink ones, Damien tells Eric he needs to pay him $100,000 because he pre-sold the Coke and now he has angry customers. Um, And you know what? You're, you have options. Tell the world what Lily did or pay me $100,000. Which would you prefer? <laughs> yeah. So Serena realizes that Eric now is turning 18. So his Rose Trust Fund is in the pile present somewhere and they need to go and find it. The checkbook. The checkbook. The checkbook to write up all of uh, $100,000. So Damien arrives at the party and Lily sees Eric writing out a check for $100,000 to Damien. And she is just so confused. Why are you doing this? Why would you do such a thing? And so while Damien waits for them to kind of figure out and tell Lily what has happened, he is overhearing a conversation between Chuck and Russell, which we will get to in Chuck's summary. So Lily finally does apologize for forging Serena's signature, which she has never done in the past, luckily. And they're trying to move on as a family. Damien leaves with his check and he thinks he's, you know... Walking out. All right. Life is good. <laughs> Life is good again. Goodbye. I can pay my rent and do whatever else I need to do. So we do have a scene, which we'll get to, but Ben does threaten to kill Damien. This is where Dark him. Ben comes in. Yeah. We're, like, we're here for this. We're here for this Dark Ben. And he says, if you don't leave Serena's family alone, I'm going to have someone kill you. And he do- he brings up how he was in control of getting Howie beat up. Yeah, and he said, I told my guys to stop after 10 minutes, but if I never did, they would have probably killed Howie too. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so after that situation, he does come to the Vanderwoodsons and tells them that Damien won't be a problem anymore. Because I wouldn't, he says, because I wouldn't cooperate. I wouldn't cooperate. Okay. Now, do you think this was right of Ben? Hell no. <laughs> there is something to be said of like. I mean, it's nice that he's supporting his girlfriend. Yeah. But oh, in oh, a their way, girlfriend? 
well, Serena. He says, I did this for Serena. No, I know, but I like, like, are they official official? Oh, I've, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But there is something to be said where he is standing up for her and wants to protect her. Yes. But also, wow. Some big moves. You're going to threaten you know to some kill people. someone? Yeah. Let's not kill a 20-year-old. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Well, 100,000, Lily. I mean, there's it, <laughs> big things happening here. And he's kind of a douche. So. He's a big douche. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Serena asks him, please stay for cake. Of course, he's not ready to do that. But he did take the first step in at least walking up into the loft and later on, I have to mention, they have sex for the first time. Do I really have to mention that? Do they that? have sex? Yeah, they're, like, taking off each other's clothes. Oh. I think we're supposed to assume that, like, this is their first night together. Blair's light is off. I noticed. <laughs> and in the chat, people were like, that never stopped them before. Right? Like, I don't understand what took them so It's long. a big loft. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and at that last part, we do see Vanessa calling in to try and i guess warn serena about what she saw oh yeah vanessa's in town by the way oh yeah hey v hey vanessa it's been 11 episodes and we actually even forgot why everyone was mad at her in the first place but she was the one who got involved with juliet along with jenny but jenny did come clean about what happened and Vanessa just threw Jenny under the bus. Right. And so Vanessa, it seems, has been trying to... She's been trying to make amends. With Patch. She ain't having it. He's she, not She wrote letters it. and texts and phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rough. So Dan starts his day dressed up for a meeting, is what he says, but he went to just go see Blair. And he tells Blair later on, I went there because I wanted to avoid Ben and Serena. Like, I don't want to be around them when they're living in my apartment. He but whatever. Ad- but he admitted to Blair what's really admit- happening. And admit she it. admitted what's really happening to him. So exactly. Good Very sweet. Trust going on. So he goes about his day helping out Blair, as we said. And when he arrives at the Vanderwoodsons later on after the whole tulip fiasco, he gets a call from Ben, who has Vanessa at the loft wanting to see him. So he makes Ben tell Vanessa this message. I don't want to see her. It's not a good time. So Vanessa ends up going to Eric's birthday party and apologizing about the whole Juliet thing. But then Dan tells her, look, you know, you should have told the truth. And then this is when Vanessa says, I... I should have listened to Juliet. I will always be an outsider. And she ends up leaving. And he goes, I'm not going to chase after you. And she's like, yeah, and I wouldn't do that for you either. I think she would, though. But I think she totally would. Yeah. And she says, you're, you're just never going to accept me in this world. Does this mean she's gone? She's not gone. Gone-ish? Gone light? I think it's gone light again. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was for like creative reasons or like personal reasons or what but i will look it up during break and i'll, I'll let everyone know because i'm pretty i'm pretty sure she's not on the island <laughs> yeah. um so then we see vanessa ends up seeing ben have this conversation with damien so right. what's she gonna do with that information she ends up calling serena like oh ben's not who you think he is but also, but it's it, not your business. But also, he's just taking care of the enemy, Damien. Right. And I mean, I guess she doesn't, she hasn't been around. Right. So she doesn't really know what's going on with any of that. Right. But so she just makes it her business. Right. It's like, it's not your business. Right. <laughs> um, that's where we leave Vanessa to add in Chuck, Lily, Russell. Chuck talks to Nate about how Russell manipulated him and he needs to get 
him back and get his company back. And so in order for Chuck to do so, he needs to have a plan to go and break into Thorpe Enterprises. So he needs to keep Nate, he needs Nate to keep Raina occupied during this time so she doesn't go and catch him or get involved with any of the plan. So Nate bumps into her on the street. Luckily, Nate is available. He's, of course, available. He's always available for any scheme. <laughs> Anyone needs him? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm Nate, available. everybody's sidekick. He's just always there for to help anyone. And so Chuck asks him, please convince Raina to give me another chance. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. So he bumps into Raina on the street and is distracting her, which we'll get to a little bit later. But Lily and Chuck end up tricking Russell into thinking they're still at odds with each other. And this plan works when Chuck and Lily present this fake argument in a bar and she slaps Chuck across the face. This was so face. good. Michelle was actually really I shocked. Was, I was fooled. Yes. I did not see the twist coming. I think I think everyone was fooled because he really did hurt her. But honestly, I was like, you know what? That's just Lily. And Lily would have done the same thing as we said last week. So she like probably gets it. Yeah. And she's like, let's just work together and get him out of here. Your family, Charles. And, and your family. You're my, my son. son. You're my son. So they talk about uh, finding the investor who is backing the purchase of Bass Industries uh, with Russell. And they're going to hope to try and save the company. So their plan is for Chuck to break into Thorpe Enterprises while Lily plays up her interest romantically, possibly with Russell and uses their past in a way to distract him, make him think she's interested. Yeah, so fun. So Russell, of course, calls Lily and asks her out for a drink to catch up. And the plan is in motion. Russell flirts with Lily. They go and reminisce about past He was touching her hand and she makes up this whole thing about how her and Rufus are on the outs. Uh Uh-huh. And once this deal goes through with Thorpe, she's going to divorce Rufus. And Thorpe goes, (laughs) oh, well, maybe husband number six. Well, stick. Are you kidding me, dude? You're going too quick. It's too, too quick. Wow. Yeah. So she plays it up. Chuck gets the information he needs, texts her, get out of there. And so she leaves. And then at Chuck's... uh, Eric's birthday party, he tells Lily, I got the backer to come here. His name is Bradley Kidd. Yeah. And um, he's going to meet me and hopefully we can get this canceled for Russell and maybe he'll back us up instead. So Russell arrives to the party unannounced and has everyone, you know, scrambling to kind of cover that Rufus is there and Chuck and Lily maybe are still mad at each other. And so as Russell's leaving, this is when the backer arrives to see Chuck. So now Russell's like, I'm going to stay and see what's happening here. And so they hash it all out. And the backer decides to stay at the party and see what Chuck has to say. And instead of leaving with Russell, because he feels cheated by Russell. We also just have to talk about the Rufus and (laughs) Russell scene, because Rufus is so he's like so enamored and kind of turned on he loves this secret agent he loves it act and so he acts like a secret agent as well and kind of is like what are you doing here foreign husband are you cheating what's happening you invited russell here and lily's just like oh my god this is amazing he's playing into (laughs) this and walks away and he gives like the The he like blows off his guns like his finger guns i was like yes rufus it was so good yeah that was a great (sighs) scene so good uh so that whole conversation, as we know, was overheard by Damien. So later that night, 
Ben takes a check from Damien. Damien arrives at Russell's office and he proposes to tell him some useful information if he pays him $100,000. If $100,000 can keep a secret, I can give you some information. And Russell's just like, yeah, okay, close the door. Yeah, okay, we're good. I got 100000 We're fine. Like, I'm just sorry, like who are you? He said, who are you? And he goes, I'm also a victim of the Vander Woods and Bass Humphrey, Humphrey clan. clan. <laughs> Stupid kid. So dumb. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and then to tie in another part of the episode that we really liked, which actually Tish predicted in her episode as well, that Raina and Nate were hanging out. Um, this is a couple I can get behind for sure. We we actually wanted this to happen. We want this to happen, yeah. yeah. And so, as we said, Nate purposely bumps into Raina on the street, who's late for another meeting. He tells her, oh, I can help you get to your meeting quicker. We have to go through Central Park. It's a fast and fun way to get to your next meeting. And she's and like, she's, I'll walk. And he's like, I'll escort you. I'll escort you. So Nate and Raina are having a really nice day together. And he tells her that she needs to try ice skating because she's never been. A day of firsts. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to teach you. And so they skate and it's really sweet. And Raina is so happy. They end up going back to the Empire. And she guess I don't know if she has to shower or what, but he spills cider on her. So she's in his robe. And they plan on doing all of the first, all the things she's never done, including Dance Dance Revolution, smoking weed, whatever it is. And Nate's trying to talk up Chuck, but Raina's just like, uh-uh. I'm kind of, though. But he's like, he feels guilty, I think. He's like, so, you know who really likes ice cream? It's, Chuck. When you know he, who really has the best weed? Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit trying. And especially when Chuck calls, like, you need to bring Raina to the party. Because this whole time... Chuck is waiting for Raina to be at the party so he can, like, show up, you know? Yeah. But, and then that's when Nate's like, oh, shit, I really should. But, like, these two have chemistry. They have chemistry, and he knows that. She knows they that. They feel it. They feel it. He's, smoke- he's like, lighting up her doobie. <laughs> She's, She's like, feeding him ice cream. They're sharing a spoon. They're sharing a, a large spoon. spoon. You're sharing saliva at that point. And there's something there. And so... Chuck does call Nate later on. Bring Raina. I'm ready for you to bring her to the party. And he's like, dude, it's not it's not going to work. There are a million other girls in the world. I'm sure you can find someone else. Raina's not going to give you a second chance. And she's leaving. And yeah, and she's leaving. And so um, she ends up staying, I guess, maybe to hang out with Nate at the Empire. That well, night. she says that she's dated Chuck Bass's her whole life. She's done with that. And she wants an, a day of firsts. With you. With Nate. He's like, me? I'm getting a story? <laughs> I've arrived? The writers care? No way. I've been here the whole time. But, I, but I've been here the whole time. You guys are just giving me this I'm now? I'm so beautiful and everybody's sidekick. Aw, <laughs> poor Nate. We love Nate. But what can this mean for Chuck and Nate's friendship? This is... However, they both dated Blair. Like, very closely together. Remember they, like, competed for her? In season one or two. I mean, so isn't this what two. he does? He plays basketball for girls. So exactly. Chuck used to play basketball in those weird ass clothes. Oh my clothes. God, that outfit. That yeah. outfit. Awful. Yeah. So um, that's the end of my summary. Anything I, you'd like to add? Yeah, I have some takeaways. Please, uh, please this episode, me. the pairings, the pair pairing. Pair pair. Mm-hmm. Best. Of course, always. Let's just have Blair and Padge together, Chuck and Lily together, Nate and Raina together. These are the combinations that work best. Yes. They're the most entertaining. Yeah. At least for where we are in this story. I mean, dare I say I can tolerate Chuck with Lily. 
Yes, he's that the most tolerable with Lily. They're because it's when sweet they're together, to see mother son, yeah, scheming together, being on each other's sides, not being at odds with each other. It's just they're very similar, yeah, and they have a, just a very different and special bond that she doesn't have with her other kids. Like he respects her, well, <laughs> to an extent, I guess he was going to trade her Didn't out. He understand but her the most. He understands her. He understands why she parents the way she does, and he's like okay with that. Yeah, and she's obviously okay with the way he treats her as a mother figure and how good to watch an episode where characters actually have chemistry together yes yeah that's it i just that's my takeaway there is zero chemistry for me between ben and serena i think many would agree to that there there's i'm having a really difficult time every time they're on the screen i'm barfing yeah and and it's not just us because everyone in our discord chat is saying the same thing if you're feeling that way please let us know too because are we, I mean, what are we liking about it? I don't find it endearing at all. There's nothing I'm excited for. It can only go downhill because you're dating someone that got you in prison. So, well, I mean, he said, you know, I did this for you. I didn't do it for your mom yeah. with the whole Damien situation. But is he going to get past that? It's going to take a long time to get past. And I also just can't get over if they were to go on a double date or at their wedding. Like, tell us your origin story. (laughs) That's quite a mouthful. It is. And you know what? I thought you were even going to go with that. Like, I can't even picture them like on a double date with someone else. No, I can. can And it'd be awful. It'd be awful and awkward. And I feel like they're just like this like separate entity in this plot of season four that like they don't mesh with other characters. They're never they're never seen with other characters besides themselves and, Patch. and Eric and Patch. And it's just like they're feeding off of each other and there's just no chemistry there in right. the relationship. Just on screen. I'm like, it's just blah. Boring, boring. This blah. might be my Serena's the worst. The worst in one. In terms of chemistry. Oh yeah. No, in terms you know of how I felt about Aaron Rose. Yeah, but at least there was like passion there. There was still some passion there. A little bit or whatever you call it. They just, they felt like they, they were longing, needing each other. Yeah. This I don't feel. And it's this is their first time having sex. You should be like panting, sweating, like, oh my God. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That. No, but like waiting, like can't wait to do it. And it just didn't, it didn't seem like that to me. I mean, unless there's Maybe in, older. Ser- in Serena's eyes. Panting? <laughs> Panting? I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just so overwhelmed with this Ben Serena bullshit. Yes, like I just I wanted to see them be like, oh my god, I can't keep my hands off of you, and I don't see that or feel that at all. I don't feel it at all. It was almost like they were finally having sex after not being able to have it because they've been in a relationship for too long, and it's like we finally can do this tonight, and we put it in our calendar. Right. It wasn't Instead like, of, like, the panting that you mentioned. Yes, and it wasn't like, I've been in prison for three years. I haven't done anything, or I don't know what he's done. But, you know, and I've we've, we wanted this for a long time since you were my student. Ew. <laughs> I know. That's why Ew. it's so gross on so many it's levels. It's so gross. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be with Alyssa. I'm super excited to speak with her. Two Alyssas on Two one Alyssas pod. and Michelle. <laughs> Two Alyssas oh, and I'm Michelle. inserting myself in there too. <laughs> 
I'm Elisa Lucas from Best Forevers, a podcast for kindred spirits. I'd like to start a movement where we spend more time loving on our friends because although friends are important to us, they're often in the shadow of other relationships. So if you want to love on your friendships a little bit more, embrace friendship a little bit more, or just appreciate your friendships a little bit more, then this podcast is for you. We'll explore all the different ways friendships take place, share the amazing stories of friendship, and discuss best practices for the difficulties that friends may experience. It's time to embrace friendships because without our friends, who would we be? So check out Best Forevers on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the other podcasting listening venues. And be sure to follow Best Forevers Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome back from break. We are so excited to be with Elisa from, we know her from Best Forevers, but she's got multiple podcasts now. (laughs) Um, So welcome to the podcast. Everyone's excited to hear your feedback. Oh, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. I am a TV enthusiast first. (laughs) Love it. And so I'm so excited to be here. And yes, I'm like... My friend Kelly from Boobies and Newbies said that I am like someone with tattoos. Once you have one, you have to have more. And so Aww. once I have one podcast, I have to have like all of the podcasts. You had to have it all. I love it though. Yeah. Well, so if you're a big TV enthusiast, uh, th- yeah. enthusiast, wow, why can't I say enthusiast? That? You Enthusi- said it. But I said it, I said it like I was you from like, California. It, yeah. Enthusiast, yeah, you got it. <laughs> what would you, you say is a little accent? Yeah, what would you say your favorite TV show is? Oh, you know that's a loaded. Question. I know it's a loaded. <laughs> if you had to give like off the top of your head like five, and in no order, and in no particular yeah. order, we're not going to judge the order. Um, I would definitely say The Wire. Um, for that crimey sort of aspect, Love. Roseanne, the oh, first yeah, three so- to four seasons uh, in the eighties are in nineties are perfection. Um, gosh, I don't know for teen drama. It might be Gossip Girl or the OC. Probably Gossip Girl. Oh, well, it's hard. I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I would say, like, I really liked Game of Thrones. Um, oh, Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like so many different things. Yeah. It's, it's. Yeah, I'll oh. watch anything. I just finished The Circle season two. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, we love The Circles. We so definitely good. have similar taste in television, which is yes. much appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just yeah. we just got finished talking about The Circle um, yeah. over on our Patreon page. So if you guys are interested, go listen to that. But uh, we just love TV too. I mean, that's why we started our podcast network. We talk about yeah. television when we weren't on mic and now we're like, let's just supposed to pull up a microphone and just talk about yeah. it, you know? So yeah, love to hear that. Um, but how yeah. many times have you seen gossip girl? Now here's, what's interesting besides sex in the city. That was my first binge and it <sighs> so was on good. VHS tape. Yes. Um, so season one, season two on VHS tape. Gossip Girl was my first binge after that, I would say. And I had season one on DVD, and me and my uh, graduate school roommate, Tara, and I binged, like, the whole thing in, like, a weekend. It was, like, literally, we're just, like, having, we just eaten, like, crap. We just watched. 
<laughs> all straight, like whatever. We don't need to go outside. Who needs, you know, water? You know, we someone comes in, it's like there's a cloud. You're just like <laughs> yeah. trying to come through. You're like, we've just been you watching Gossip Girl all weekend. <laughs> you're like, come outside, and it's like the sun is like, oh, God. blinding. <laughs> yeah, been but, there. Yeah. So I started it then, and I would say I watched it live until about season five, and I kind of get, oh, here's another favorite TV show, Psych. I don't know how I forgot Mm. that. But I get kind of wimpy when it gets towards the end of a series. Like, I don't want it to end. So it took me three years to watch the finale of Psych. Like the last. Oh, wow. wow. Like I didn't want it to be over. And the good news is there's movies that they still do. So so it's not technically over. So Gossip Girl, I, I refused to watch the last season. And it wasn't until I had the flu two years ago, I rewatched the whole thing. Um, and then I finally, which spoilers, not happening. Um, <laughs> I was completely flabbergasted. <laughs> Yeah. By the end, what did I miss? Yeah. So I would say since then, like since two years ago, I like I rewatch it here and there. Um, I have I would say I probably start it from the beginning and then I taper off and then I'll start it from Mm -hmm. the beginning again. (laughs) Do you have uh up to this point? I guess in season four, any storylines that you went back to rewatch? Has your opinions changed on them since watching again? My opinion will never change of Chuck Bass. It was love at first sight. <laughs> it was love at I'm Chuck Bass mm-hmm. for me. I, he is my favorite character. So I particularly enjoy every... Everything he's every in, story every storyline. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was, uh, you know, the, it's the, the chase of his on uh, on Blair, you know, that, that I enjoy. Um, but I <laughs> just... I'm sorry, but like I was listening to your last episode. Oh, sorry, Serena. Like, (laughs) why are you like always in love? So I kind of find Serena annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I did change my mind a little bit about her this last time I watched, um, and I have more respect for some of the characters than I did the first time. Like, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna mess up her name, Dorota. Dorota, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's so such like the glue in she's a lot of the things. Best. Like she's she's amazing, and so for me, I I am blinded by by Chuck Bass. I find Nate really boring. Um, <laughs> well, they don't know. give him pretty much yeah. anything to do. So he's an Archibald, and it's like, come on, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's the sidekick golden retriever who's there. Yeah. There's nothing and- there. It makes me sad. Yeah. Like there could, I mean, there's a few, as someone who loves friendship and and study it and teach it and podcast it, I love to see some of their bromance moments, but it doesn't happen enough for me. Right. I think like we really focus on the friendship of Serena and, and Blair. And I actually did for my patrons, like it was like a half an hour analysis of their friendship. (laughs) Oh, I would love to hear that because I find their friendship to be the most bizarre it is. Yeah. It is. And it, it's almost like one of those things like they can do whatever to each other, but as soon as someone does something yeah. to them, they will cut somebody. Yeah, like, like a sibling. Me. A family. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And so there's something about it that's quite amazing, but it's also like, why would you subject yourself to this? Yes. <laughs> totally. And I see that. And I'm always yeah. like, why? They're almost, in the beginning of the show at least, like these, this frenemy relationship mm-hmm where they're always competing and they're not really 
caring about the other's yeah. you know needs and wants and then as the show progresses it is nice to see the relationship become more sh- stronger i guess is yeah. the word but well, i feel I- like they're always having the same conversation with each other right it's always the same fight yeah it? always the like, same fight there's always a plot <laughs> um blair's think- point point of view at least yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And I think with someone as strong character as Blair, like that personality on someone, you have to understand her and she's not going to be able to be friends with everyone. No. And I think that when they start, they're too young to understand. And as they experience more things, I think they start to understand the roles in each other's life. Like, yeah. Blair's kind of special, right? <laughs> like she's she's pretty unique, and and she's a favorite too. I just wish I looked good in headbands like she does. But... Oh, she looks amazing! Yeah, <laughs> nobody can look but, like Blair Waldorf. Yeah, oh god, yeah. And going back and, and talking about rewatching, just the the fashion. Oh my goodness, it makes me feel like such a slob. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, how are you enjoying the friendship? Uh, between Padge, Dan, and Blair. I call him Padge. Okay. That's a whole other thing. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely think that they're like the least likely to be friends. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And it, and, and it just doesn't make sense. But then when you get them together, you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite I, ship right now. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're very, they're good for each other as far as a, a friendship goes, I think. Yeah, I think that I I don't like any romantic option. I'm like, "Mm, that's a no. Like, one of the things is, you know, people say opposites attract. And I'm like, yeah, but research might say that those relationships won't last as long. Can Mm. they last? Yes, but they're not going to as often as those who have something in common, right? And and they are definitely have nothing in common. And some of the things that she even said to him in the episode that we watched, I was just cracking up because, again, if you get her, and and I don't like some people are just you just have to get them. And if you get her, like there is just like this banter and this vibe that just is sort of electric in some way. And it's just like they're almost like talking to each other. You can't even get in. Yeah, it's right. like Gilmore just, Girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like they're speaking another language, but yes. I love watching yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah, I think he does understand her. Yeah. Yeah. He knows, and I think her. he's got a. I think he's got a, a deep seated uh, dark side that um, I think he he keeps away. Uh, maybe I've watched too much. Of you, maybe yeah, right? <laughs> I know it's hard not to see him as that character. Yes, it's true. Which I think made me appreciate him more mm-hmm. in Gossip Girl. Right? Yeah. And so like watching you and then coming back and watching Gossip Girl, I appreciate him. Yeah, I could agree more. to that. Yeah. But I do think Dan Humphrey has he's not as as good as I think people would like to think he is. Right. And I think when he's with Blair, then he he can bring out the good side of her, but maybe she, she could bring out a bad yeah. side of him. Yeah. Yeah, for I sure. think so too. That um so I made this playlist of like songs that were popular each year I've been alive and it's just I just play it randomly. So there's all good songs. Like there's no songs that I'm skipping. And this morning, girl good girls gone bad by uh-huh. like Cobra, whatever. Cobra Starship. Starship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. With her singing, and I was like, Yep, okay. <laughs> we're ready for You're like, I knew Gossip they knew Girl I was coming tonight. on Gossip Girl tonight. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. But um 
you know, he's kind of like the good boy that goes bad, mm-hmm. and she's the you know bad girl that goes good. When yeah, together. that's how I kind of see it. I, I <laughs> no, love that's, that. I love that analysis. I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about why? Well, I, I mean, I already told you how I felt about Ben off mic, but you read some wiki pages about Damien and Ben. I'm very excited to hear this because back then I don't think I went on the wiki pages in 2011 for this show at least. So. I'm intrigued. It is. Well, first off, one of the things that I felt when I was watching this episode back, because I was when when we when I was like, yeah, we're collaborating. I was like, oh, now I can rewatch the whole show. But I I didn't get there. We're like in a (laughs) pandemic and like. But I was watching this episode. I was like, this is like an episode of Game of Thrones. Like, you can't just come in as season four and know what's going on. Like, you can't miss an episode. This mm-hmm. is like really complicated. So when you go and read it, it's just like all the things that Ben has done. I'm like, how are you a human being? Yeah. And, and just like his sister, <laughs> and the drugs, and that it just like goes on and on and on. And it's just absolutely wild and like his crimes so it it makes sense for for the show and for like them being from like the upper east side and all that kind of stuff like it it makes sense but there's something about him that doesn't feel like he's been in prison and he doesn't feel like he's supposed to be like the bad boy even like a bad boy with a heart of gold or a bad boy with no heart like Mm -hmm. he just is like Hey, I'm here. Like yes. I showed up for my check. <laughs> yes. And earlier in the episode when we were summing it up, Michelle and I were talking about how when he's trying to be evil, it's a little bit more believable and exciting for us to watch where when he's just with Serena, he is like a complete void on the screen. There's it's nothing bad. there. So nothing. bad. It's so bad. He doesn't bad. appear to be like, yeah, I was in prison. I mean, but also yeah. his character, he was supposed to be a good guy, good teacher, yeah. got wrapped yeah. up in a situation, yeah. got put in prison, yeah. and now he's dating the girl whose mom put him there. Yep. And like, <laughs> but, he's supposed to be a good guy. Yes, but he got so dark and evil. Yes. So it is in him. And he I'm like, it. just ride that because you yeah. are better that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if we're going to go there, like, go all in. Like, let's not. It, it kind of reminds me, and, and I'm going to use another show reference, like, Pretty Little Liars, mm-hmm. where, like, the teacher Ezra is, yep. like, just like this good old guy, you know? Also boring, time. yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and here it's like, it's like, oh my God, he's like, oh, I don't want to be around your mom. And they're, like, kissing. And I'm like, Let's move on to Eric being a drug mule. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, right. let's yeah. get here. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, I will kill you. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. At least with Ezra, he's pretty much the same person the entirety of the show. And you can re- depend exactly. and rely that he is that way. Where yeah. Ben, you're like, you are we supposed to like him? I don't know. We don't really like him. This is probably one of our least favorite relationships for Serena on the entire show. So far, yeah. at least. So... I just well, I can tell you this. Boring. I forgot about him. So yeah. when I came in, I was like, "Who's Ben?" He's extremely oh, yeah, forgettable. Right. He's extremely yeah. forgettable. And you know yeah. who else is forgettable? Vanessa. 
Yeah, I was she, like, wait, is she in season she four? Hasn't and all been, of a sudden she's like, I'm here. She hasn't been like, on since the beginning of the season, if that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was interesting to see her. We couldn't even remember where we left last left off with her because it's been so long. But well, uh, well, whatever it was, it was dramatic because there was an apology needed, and Dan was like, "No, tell her that I will not speak to her." Yeah, well, oh yeah, very, she got wrapped up in Ben's sister Juliet's world, and now she's paying yeah. the price because Dan doesn't really want anything to do with her. So. Yeah, but they needed her in this episode because she witnesses sort of that end moment where Ben is ben evil, sort of changes, but no one really trusts Vanessa, right? So now she's gonna have to somehow fight for them to believe her if she decides to tell them. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: I know there's no spoilers here for what might happen. I don't remember what happens <laughs> next. I'm like. Oh, crap, I'm going to have to watch. I was like, maybe I should go back and watch the episode before and the episode after so I can get more context. Um, but I, I ended up reading wikis and things like that, and I watched it twice because I was like, there, I have more notes than I do for a 75-minute of my theory class. Like, students are like, I have carpal tunnel. I was like, watch a 42-minute episode mm-hmm. of Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah. There will be a test on it. My Just from like um, the way I balance my fingers on the keyboard when I type and each episode I get cramps in my wrist and my fingers and I have to pause and it's just so annoying (laughs) I'm like like, why can't I just like talk into a microphone and have it translate the whole entire thing where I don't have to like do any of that because it does hurt it hurts after a while I think you can do that but I don't know how yeah (laughs) and then it it wouldn't be like bulletproof like bullet points and in color and how I want it so it it is what it is exactly get all the deets the kind of gal I am um all right let's go into some questions from our listeners will we'll start with him he wants to know Michelle did Blair sleep over at Dan's place i think she did (laughs) i think she crashed on that couch and they're gonna wake up in the morning but don't touch me yeah like oh i have to go i have to go humphrey yeah i hate you humphrey don't touch me i love it me too i I love love it. it There's going to be a whole tour, right? Like, the, she's going to have to go on a tour of, we're just friends. There was no way right. I was doing anything with Dan Humphrey. Right. And don't tell anyone Brooklyn. I was here. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Let's see. I was in Brooklyn. There's no way yeah. she would allow it. <laughs> um, Mike wants to know, will Vanessa ever get back into anyone's good graces? I could see Padge forgiving her, but in time. I, I honestly meant to look up when, if this was <laughs> Vanessa's last episode or not. I don't remember. There's no way this would be at the end of I her. I don't think this is the end of her, but it I think it's the be. end of her for at least a while again, yeah. I think, yeah. if yeah. my memory serves me correct. It'll so. be one of those moments where you're in an episode, and then you're like, it's Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. And it's going to be like... I saw Ben threaten someone with death. And you're going to be like, oh, my God. And then, like, four episodes, five episodes later, she's like, and makes another appearance. Like, oh, Vanessa. Right. I forgot about her. Oh, hey. Like, at this point, I'm fine if she doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah, There's no need. There's no need. There's She doesn't doesn't need to be. No. Um, He also wants to know, what do you think Thorpe will do with Damien's information? Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, yeah i mean clearly we're gonna go again and take down 
a die. Take down Lily? Yeah. Chuck? Yeah. He's got ammo now. Sure does. You know? I, I think it's... I loved the episode because it's like, you think Lily and Chuck are fighting, but then it's like this ruse to get them. And it's oh, like, so who is like planning these like little plots with their husband's son? So her stepson, who's kind of an asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Love him, though. Um, and it's just like. What? Yeah. <laughs> like this is not what like mom like stepmoms and stepsons do, but like this is how like Chuck Bass and Lily like bond. <laughs> yeah, they just have an understanding. They just get each other. This yeah. is another pairing I absolutely love. Yeah. These two. And and again, like I don't even remember what happens next. Like I'm gonna what will be happening is when I finish my current binge, I will go back and start from the beginning. So maybe I'll have more thoughts after that happens. But like I think that they're gonna have to come together again somehow, right? They're gonna have to bring down Thorpe, um, and they'll perhaps use his daughter again, who she's also a snooze fest. Maybe her and Ben should date <laughs> and then leave the show. Cause... Hey, she's better with Nate. She is better with because she was That's bad with Chuck. She was a hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. her and Chuck. There was nothing there. Nothing. At least with Nate, it's more. It's just a little bit more exciting. There's something kind of cute, like the first, the day of first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. if we're yeah. gonna use Raina, we at least let's just do it in the right way. Where I felt like the right, the right way is to just use Nate. Just use, I guess, just use Nate. Or- if you want Raina to stay around with Nate, then Nate should absolutely not use her. <laughs> well, yeah. True. Of course, he should True. not. Yes. And hopefully, you know, that works out. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I think you're right. Like, that is the way to Raina. And then maybe Raina somehow does something. Or, like, there's going to have to be... Like, is there another show where there's so many devious plots, right? Like, even in this episode, when Serena and Eric show up at Blair's work, and they're like, we need a scheme, mm-hmm. and and Dan's like, you don't have time. Schemes take, like, two minutes, Dan. <laughs> it's Blair. She can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, like, one of those things, like, there's so many schemes on this show that there's got to be another scheme mm-hmm. with Damien, and he can leave, too. Like, him and Ben just get on the train. Yeah. Can go. meet together. Go. go together. Yeah, like, Damien, what are you doing here other than causing havoc and turning sweet little Eric into a drug mule? I'm like, I know. Poor, poor Eric. Eric. He always gets the shit under the stick, He really Eric. does. He also doesn't get storylines. <laughs> he doesn't get storylines. Yeah. We're he a broken record with like, that. Weird things where it's like, well, we don't have Eric doing anything this week, but what if he was a drug mule? <laughs> Genius! Yeah. <laughs> or what if he was just taking pills? Yeah. Oh, he's just taking pills. for one episode though. For one episode, yeah. he's fine after that. I hear that's how things work. Sure, yeah. you just, just get over that addiction. Minutes. Super cash. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why we have documentaries about the opiate crisis. Exactly. Forty-two just, minutes and you're over. That's it. it. No, so true. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, Lord. Eric was underused, but I do feel like there are some like really great moments with him. That that makes you want more. Yeah, like, it makes you want so much more. I want more, like Serena and Eric scheming together. That was a little enjoyable. Yeah, like give like, some relate, like the brother sister. Yeah, the wow sibling. I couldn't think of the word sibling. 
just like, like let them do some stuff yeah have just that relationship there we don't really get to see them bond because she's always wrapped up in a relationship and he's always just kind of like waiting for someone to give him something to do <laughs> and that's it and it's sad i feel like they should bond more as as siblings you know yeah i feel but. like okay so i kind of feel like serena is her mom um because uh lily is always in a relationship that's so. oh for so sure true. yeah and then i'm kind of like eric then becomes like the dads that don't have anything to do because then they're like gone you know what i mean like rufus like <laughs> bless his heart like at least be working on a new album or something but I don't know. <laughs> he's but, like, doing zero at the nothing. moment Nothing. what at the art gallery nothing we gave like, <laughs> just he takes oxygen in and out in and out houseplant doormat that's what he is at this he was good in this episode if he was in my house he'd be dead because i can't keep a houseplant alive to save my life but like but like seriously like i think that that's one of the things that i see when i watch the show is sort of how they reflect in which they were socialized or in which they experienced and if serena isn't lily then i haven't been watching Gossip Girl. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, it's per. It's exactly. Yeah. This is what Serena's life is going to be like. Right? right. She. I. You know. She's always going to be. Who's the next guy? Right. Right. I just think she has a bigger heart than her mother. Yeah. Oh, I, I would definitely yeah. <laughs> agree with that. No, but they're extremely also... similar in in many ways. Yeah. Well, definitely with the relationships. I also think, like, Serena is much more, and I can't think, maybe more of a free spirit than Lily is. Definitely. I feel like she isn't feel as obligated by the rules or the formalities as her mom might be. Right. Um, And so she at least has that going for her. Yes. I think that's why her and Blair work so well together, because Blair, those things are extremely important. She wants to be this queen with minions and things like that. And Serena's like, I don't even want that. Right. Right. So a lot of times they were fighting about stuff that just Blair wanted. And it seemed like Serena was getting it, but Serena doesn't want it. Like, so she does definitely has that aspect that is not her mom. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there, that's why I guess their friendship works. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Sorry. Brought it back to there. Yeah. I I love it. I mean, we talk about, friendship we love friendship all we the time <laughs> we're like friendship we just want to see like nate and dan hang out friendship yes. whatever you know like yeah. there's so many like guy friendships that we miss out on this show it's usually they just need to like team up for a quick scheme and then they're about on their way whereas the one consistent relationship really is serena and blair right, right. Yeah. it's true yeah mm-hmm. If they're if they're consistent in their relationship, <laughs> yeah. with the ebbs and flows, there that is their. It's exactly. true. That's their normal. That's their normal. So yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's too much for me. That stresses me out. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we are. We always talk about how we could never have a relationship friendship like like this, or have <laughs> Blair. I guess well, I don't know. It depends. We're I not. We're her, not Serena. Yeah, I think. I think Blair is a little too high maintenance. Yeah. She's for sure high maintenance. Yeah. Um, Andrea Marie wants to know if this is the end of Damien, which is what I wanted to look up. (laughs) Do you have the wiki page up, Lisa? I got it up then, but I'll go to Damien. Uh, All right. I mean, 
you know. We can, I'll, we, I'll make a prediction this all out. before I, I don't think it's the last. You don't think it's the last of Damien? No. Okay. This is it? You want me to say? Is this the end? <laughs> no. No? Okay, okay. we can leave no, it at that. Fine. Let's We're just done. leave it at that. Because <laughs> we don't want to spoil there's, for yeah, other. It's it's not as involved as you might think, but okay. it, it's, it's, so he's, it's he, not done. He's, oh, he's I, still here. I think I know. I think I know. Okay. Okay. So, I yeah. Like, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. Um. So you don't think it's the end of, no, of him? We clearly. just confirmed he's not on the island, so we're good. Yeah. Um. Did Dan <laughs> save Blair by showing her she doesn't need to have it all? I wouldn't call it saving. saving. <laughs> I don't like This is not that. Marissa and Ryan. Yeah, this is not Marissa and Ryan. Uh. <laughs> No, I think... Love a good OC joke. Yes. Love a good OC. <laughs> there are many on this podcast. Oh, yes. We <laughs> reference it many a time. But no, I think that he was just there to support and maybe shine some light. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he saved. He's guiding her. He's like, just go in I think direction. he's just being there as a friend. I mean, so many times it's it's ended where they bring up friendship or they yeah. actually mm-hmm. are friends or... So... I think it's just he friendship. just tells her the hard truth that she doesn't want to hear, and she does that's, the same. And that's a good friend. That's yeah. a good friend yeah. for you. And he steps in to help, but only when she will admit that she needs that help, mm-hmm. right? And I also think that um, in the particular episode that we watched, he uh, he seemed really super upset in Dan Humphrey upsetness levels uh, at Ben and Serena. Yeah. And so I feel like he went to Blair as a way to like get away from that and distract himself. And I'm like, why would you go to her best friend? Yeah. <laughs> because, like she's going to show up at some time. So if you're trying to like distract yourself or if you're bored, <laughs> right? Like maybe that isn't the best intention. Yeah. yeah. But I do think when they are together, it, it's super fun. Like it's, that's the thing is like, when you see the two of them gang up together, you're like, oh, this is about to be good. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's always entertaining. And I love and she's that. Gonna, oh, I was just going to say, and she's going to insult him. Like, yeah. In the most perfect way ever. And then he's going to just like zing her right Yeah. Back. Like he so almost good. insults her back, but in like a kinder way than she insults him. Right. <laughs> he's just like, oh, Blair, like <laughs> dig it in there. Yeah. And really, the, the, she, I think his relationship with her and friendship, there is value there. He mm-hmm. is actually getting something out of this. There, and for him to go, there's nowhere else for him to go. Right. Yeah. Unless he's yeah. hanging out with, no, he can't. There was he's no one really at, in this episode, right. at least. Vanessa's out, not going right. to Eric. Blair, he gets yeah. something from. Yeah. And they had that um, shared love of old movies. Right. So at least mm-hmm. there's that where they could both watch a movie, distract their brains from whatever's going on, but also enjoy each other's company, yep. dissect the movie, maybe, you know, yeah. insult each well, other again. But I also think in this episode, like, Maybe he's feeling undervalued or just, like, he doesn't have a purpose. And Mm. by helping her, he has, like... I mean, he does it wrong, even though she screwed it up. Like, he gets the wrong tulips. um, And then he writes her blog post, which I thought was the funniest thing ever when the when uh <laughs> Blair's minion comes in it was like oh my god like comparing servants to accessories <laughs> it was hilarious and mean and, and mean <laughs> yeah but that was but, that's how Blair would would quote it and he knows that right <laughs> but it's also kind of like a and gotcha. also like a dig like yeah yeah I understand I gotcha. this world yep. Uh-huh. yep 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 yeah I love that 
that was i love that part where yeah. she like smiled she's like oh he helped me out but kind of taught me a lesson in there too. yeah 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 well one of the things i did write down this quote that she says because it's like the part where he's trying to get her to admit that she needs his help and she's like quote the last person i need is dan humphrey who shouldn't flatter himself by thinking he's my friend Mm -hmm. right so it's like she's never gonna say that they're friends she's never gonna say that she stayed the night even if on the couch she's never gonna say that she was in brooklyn um but like there's just these little quotes where she's just it's like when you have a crush on someone and you even though i don't condone mistreating people when you like them right but it's almost kind of like that it's Mm -hmm. like Okay, I kind of like you. Even as a friend, I'm just going to kind of just put in the hits. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Um, Audrey Anne Marie also wants to know, Michelle, how much longer do you think Serena and Ben will be together? Or at least, oh, God. Uh, you know, whatever they're going to be. Three episodes. <laughs> Three more from now. That's it. That's. What are we on? 16. 20. Yeah. Uh, ish. Yeah, I'm writing it down. 19. He's, he's not making it to the season finale. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I don't think he's making it to the I finale. I really hope, for everyone's sake, he does not make it to the season finale. And I know the answer to that. Yeah. I don't remember the answer to that, but I also hope that because Snooze Fest... It, no, it's like... He's a snooze fest when he's supposed to be being a normal person. Yes. Right. And so it makes me just wonder if he's a sociopath because he yeah. can, like really switch. Maybe he is. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense I mean, and that would be more interesting. Yeah. And here's the thing. I can't diagnose him. First off, he's a fictional TV character. Of course. And I'm not a psychologist or whoever diagnoses those things. But there's something that's really like, I'm being a normal person, but I'm very also like, Aggressive, maybe. Yeah, this, I don't know. Yeah, something's yeah. going on. No, there. I no, think something's that, not right. That's a great um, insight to that because I could totally see if they wanted to do something good with him, they could do that because he's just very like, oh, Ben's a nice, normal guy. He never would do anything, and then he's going and killing people. Yeah, <laughs> he just looks unassuming. Right. I think that's that's the thing, and and his crimes are are different than. Like when I've been watching a lot of crime shows lately, like I'm on Rizzoli and Isles right now, but I've been watching like Bosch, Major Crimes, The Closer, The Killing, all these (laughs) things. And when you see like criminals, the way like TV does it, like he doesn't look like one. And Mm -hmm. maybe that's part of the problem and why people can commit the crimes they do is because we are unassuming, right? Like Uh Like, they can't hurt us. And it's like, yep, those are probably people who can hurt us the most. Right. You're absolutely right. Ben's got to go. Ben's got to go. Even though sometimes I don't like Lily, um, I don't want her to be taken down. Like, I'm glad there she paid Damien today, even though I was like, this guy, what's his deal? Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. He's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I was kind of like, I don't want, like, can a kid on the show have a normal birthday party? Can <laughs> no. there be a holiday without someone being taken down, right? Like, let's just have... Like the kid, like one of the coolest moments of the show is like when the family's sitting around eating cake. I know. And they're like, Blair was wearing two different <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I know they had like that comedic relief at yeah. that point, and they have yeah. done that in the past <laughs> where it's someone's birthday, they're eating the cake around the table, right. and they're just yeah. shooting the shit and being silly. And that's yeah. when it's some of the good, like the best parts to watch. Yeah, but. it was like no longer Gossip Girl; it was like Gossip Family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like more. More of that wholesome, like, 
TV show that you It's relatable. It's we relatable. want it. Yeah, we definitely. It. Right. Yes. <laughs> um on to Tish. She wants to know, Lisa, will you watch the reboot of Gossip Girl? Absolutely. And here's the thing. I'm I know that there's people who hate remakes. I like I enjoyed I remember seeing Ghostbusters when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm older than I look and I remember <laughs> sitting in my dad's lap in the movie theater and seeing Ghostbusters and then being so excited for the one with like um Oh gosh. Was it Jonah Hill? Was he Kate, in Kate Melissa McKinney. McCarthy? Oh, right, right. It yeah, was the like, girls. The, the, it was the, the girls. The, yeah. The ladies version. They yes. Another one coming out, but it's like with the kid from Stranger Things, but it's like the lady version. I know yes. there were so many people upset about it. And I was like, get over it. Was it was really funny. <laughs> and like Chris Hemsworth as like the kind of like the airhead dumb guy who's wearing glasses and he's like doesn't have any glass in him and he's like Aww. rubbing his eyes like why are you wearing glasses and he was just <laughs> cute and funny and like i have ideas for remakes all the time that's one of like my special skills i'll be like okay this could totally be a 10 episode netflix show and this is how you need to cast it and so i enjoy those things it might not be good right like the original annie is still 1982 is still the best one. Love the one it. With Jamie Foxx and Cameron Diaz was really <laughs> cool. I liked that version. So I will watch a reboot. I will watch a remake. I will give anything a chance. I give every show three episodes. And if I don't like it after three episodes, then, you know, I'm out. What so, is a show that you've stopped watching after three episodes? If you could think of one. Oh, there's some that like I'll start and then I'm just like, I can't watch it. Like Game of Thrones, I stopped because I was like, who the hell are all these people? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so, there's so much feedback in like one episode that you're like, you can't even keep up. But then I had the subtitles on and I just kind of yes. like <laughs> pushed the through and it was fine. Watched it. Uh-huh. I now watch with subtitles exclusively. Yes. Like I really enjoy even like. Like the deep exhale and things like that. Like that adds a lot for me. So I've really been enjoying watching show and I've only been doing that for like the last since December because I try to watch the Swedish version of a girl with a dragon tattoo. Oh, and nice. I was like, I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I just left it out and it's been really enjoyable. So I would say Game of Thrones, but I went back. Um I gave One Tree Hill more of a chance. I think I watched the first season. Because that pilot episode was was awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. A good it's a good pilot, pilot episode. Um, and so I didn't stop after three episodes, but I did stop after the first season. Um, and so another one that has a really good pilot that I stopped after a season. So maybe I give them more than three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but Jane the Virgin is such a great oh, pilot. Oh, yeah. Love Jane the yeah. Virgin. Yeah, we it's love so that. It's so good. I, need, I just need to go back. It's like I didn't have cable for a while, so oh, I didn't have the yeah. CW. That's so a great good. show. I love the, yeah. the whole series yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So she's a yes for the reboot. Yes. yes, always. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do we feel about Rena and Nate as a couple? I mean, we kind of went into that a little bit. Uh, we're here for it. Yeah. Well, I like it better than Rena <laughs> and Chuck. Yeah. So Nate needs something to do. Rena needs something to do. I don't see Rena having any long term investment in the show, just like from a showrunner point of view. Right. So, so like, it's fine. Figure out something to do with Nate, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Tish, um, she also wants to know, Alisa, your favorite villain or anti hero on the show thus far. Um, Chuck Bass. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> I 
I probably hit pause on the DVD and cackled for like 10 minutes. He's like, because I'm Chuck Bass. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this is the guy you hate. You hate, hate him. And But then you're like, God damn it, I love him. That <laughs> rascal. <laughs> that dirty um, rascal. That dirty rascal. And I feel like if I was in this world, he would decimate me somehow, like make fun of me oh, yeah. or use me in some way. And I definitely would not like him then. <laughs> of course. But, yeah. But yeah, Chuck Bass all of the way. Love him. I'm sure you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Vic asks, Alisa, your thoughts on Vanessa and Jenny overall, being that she's a newbie and she knows people do not like them, but uh, she'd like to get mm. your take on them. I like Jenny. Um, I think they've made some missteps with her uh, storylines. I think... There's some things like in this season, I, I, you know, because I, I also picked up from reading the wikis. I was like, oh, yeah, like mm-hmm. Jenny did that. And I was like, OK, so you're telling me this person, Damien, something going on with Jenny, something uh-huh. going on with Serena and then some something fake with Eric for drugs. And I was like, no, this is too much in the house. Like mm-hmm. the calls coming from inside the house. Like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Leave the family alone because they. it's like the Humphrey Vanderhaus and, you know, you can't you can't. So I, I do like Jenny. Um, I think there were some missteps there. Um, I have never liked Vanessa. Yeah, <laughs> never. And maybe I'm just kind of like get out of here like season one i'm like get out of like it's supposed to be like dan humphrey you know winning the heart of the girl he loved and he's part of a world that he's not really part of and uh, he made it you know and (laughs) and i'm like he finally made it where are you coming from why are you here like find something else to do and like some and this is so unfair because she even said it in this episode where it's like i'm always going to be an outsider Mm -hmm. here and i was thinking you yeah, are the writers did that to you yeah but, but i also think like dan is technically an outsider always trying to claw his way on the inside mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. always and um i think both him and jenny wanted that want that um right he just Vanessa, doesn't want to admit it that right. he wants it right yeah he's too cool for yeah them. Like, right whatever, too much bro, pride we can see right through you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious your take on Vanessa and Dan's friendship or then relationship because, you know, you're into friendship. What's your analysis on the Vanessa Dan? Were they always in love with each other and they never really were friends at all? Like, I don't really know why they did that with I, the relationship thing. Yeah, I, I get pretty irritated. Like, I just watched The Mentalist, which, mm. like, had some of that. And I was like, could it just been platonic? It's right. Fine. <laughs> you know, you Why did we have that. to do that whole waste yeah. of time? And they did it multiple times to us too, where yeah. they brought them together, tore them apart, brought them back together again. It's like we didn't need it more than one time. It was bad. I th- like, I guess my point of view from it is like, I, I, I don't. I think that friends can grow into to romantic relationships. Absolutely. And that a lot of times there's pressure from other people to be forced into the, mm-hmm. like, you're a guy and a girl, so we got this heterosexual focus and right. you have to be in a romantic relationship. So I think there's always sort of like this pressure hanging over them that they might think about it even if they wouldn't if no one else was around. But I feel like coming at it from a storyline point of view, that 
Vanessa was there. Nothing. There was no reason for her to be there except to ruin things, in my opinion. Mm. Right. It's it's the it's the classic will they or won't they. Right. And it's and and it's really like Dan and Serena because that's who coming into season one. Right. And um and so bringing Vanessa in is just making Serena jealous. Um, it's causing conflict and then it seems like Vanessa has more feelings for Dan than Dan has for mm, her yeah and I think it's because she's not part of the world that he wants to be a part of whether yeah. or not he'll admit it right and so I think he sees her as an outsider too and so uh I just think that storyline it's the it's prolonging the will they or won't they and so I'm just like after one time Get that nonsense out of here, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Unless they were dating to begin with, then that makes sense that it might be on again, off again. Right. But to be like the friendship and then not friendship and the friendship, not friendship. Like, that's, like, that's too much. Like, bring it down a notch. Yeah. And if any of these shows would like a consultant on the friend <laughs> to romance, feel free to email me because <laughs> I have thoughts and opinions. Right? You sure There's do. There's so few shows where, like, Men and women can actually be friends. And so, like, it just irritates me when there's no reason for it whatsoever. That's yeah. why I have to say on One Tree Hill, Lucas and Haley, their friendship the only loved <laughs> it. And it continued yeah. all nine seasons. Yeah. And I absolutely. Sorry, Dom. <laughs> if he's he's not going to listen to Gossip Girl. <laughs> no way. He's, he's a newbie. He's like, this. I think Haley and Lucas are going to get together. That, like how <laughs> wonderful that they don't, but it's yes. and it's so refreshing, yes. and we never get to see that on any TV. Because shows. I have many guy friends that I have never gone into the romantic space with, mm-hmm. so yeah, it can be it's, done. There's always like that pressure, and I think like when I I do an activity in my class where I'll be like, all right, let's play this little parlor game. Tell me from media who are and we take the heterosexual focus obviously that's what that's where it is right that men and women can't be friends like there's a show me the friendship between a man and woman that doesn't have romance Mm -hmm. you know what one one class said was like regis and kelly ripa and i was like (laughs) okay i mean like her grandpa right but also like accurate i guess (laughs) what a throwback (laughs) <laughs> it's not even like it's been it's been a few years since that, mm. that I, but that one sticks out to me yeah like what no no <laughs> right but you can't think no. of anything else really exactly so there's your point one, one that i would say that seems to and i'm rereading the books and gonna rewatch the movies to do episodes for best forevers but uh, one that does seem to hold true overall is Harry and Hermione from mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I'm like, that one, but you get the Ron and Hermione, so they couldn't there. But right, like, right. Between the two of them. Right, right, right. Is, but like, yeah, I hate that. So I think that also made me dislike Vanessa. Right. I, I feel like she just came in with destruction on her mind. <laughs> yeah, and I think Jealousy. because they they wrote her that way, they only kind of utilized her to be that like person who stirs it up because it's she's trying to get into the world where she's not accepted. That's her purpose. And that's her purpose on the entire show. Yeah. They don't give her anything no. to grow, to shine, like that's it. So, it's understandable on why this entire fandom of gossip girl you know past and present watchers they don't 
resonate with her. They don't like her as a character. They'd actually forget about her. And then as the show goes on, they kind of just write her out. You know, that's I it. Think, like, no one I likes think it's it. it's unfortunate because I think she... Because, like, the Upper East Side and Gossip Girl is very white, right? Yes. So then you have Vanessa, who is, uh, you know, it's not, if I remember correctly, it's not directly stated maybe what her her background is. Yeah, I think you're to assume she's biracial. Exactly. Yeah. And so she's definitely not what the rest of the East, the Upper Mm -hmm. East Side looks like. So to like flip the script and make her a character whose family is rich and lives in this area but be an outsider cuz because of like social type issues like racial mm-hmm. or like disc- that would have been far more interesting right like, you know what i mean like or just have her you know be someone else at that school have her be someone that is is popular or, you know, befriends Dan and people think that's weird. You know, there there could be so much more if they had done something differently. Absolutely. Her. And I think that would have been really neat because we just need someone else to challenge Blair, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. And she yeah. would definitely – she definitely has that in her to challenge mm-hmm. Blair, but they don't give her the opportunity to even – compete yeah. with her so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it and sucks for I, and her i really think that like a lot of those earlier like 90s early 2000s shows are like very white right and, uh-huh. and now there's so many shows on like freeform like i think the bold type yep. i think good trouble like i think that we're using a more representative like yes cast and 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 characters and people who exist in life and and i think they missed out on her it's almost like she becomes like this token person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and that's so unfortunate because it just she becomes dan's friend and dan doesn't do anything good for her yes agreed absolutely i had more thoughts about (laughs) vanessa than i thought (laughs) i love it we love it yeah definitely good perspective um, Vic also wants to know, will Pear stay friends or will it turn into something more, Michelle? No, they'll stay friends. I think this is a friendship. This is a pear ship. A pear ship. It's mm-hmm. a pear ship. <laughs> yeah. Big pear hearts it's over here. Big pear hearts. Um, sh- she wants to know what Vanessa will tell Serena. They already know that Damien gave him back the check. Yeah, like, ben- here's the thing. Even if Damien goes to Serena, like, oh, Ben got aggressive and nasty towards Damien, and Serena be like, well, yeah, thank good. you. He took care of Damien. <laughs> like, I don't think Serena will really be worried about this, and I don't think... But she did overhear him saying that he got the captain beat up, and so Nate is very precious to yes. this- that's crew. true, but I also yeah. think that she won't believe her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. she was well, all she it's Vanessa. lied yeah. and <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. don't know how that's gonna maybe she should just go to Nate directly. And Nate's like the like the liaison. Right. Like, he's the one right. in with a lot of these folks. Like, cause he he does seem like one of the best people on the show. Yeah. But maybe that's because he's boring. <laughs> They yes. don't use him. He's a right. he's the friend. He's, he's like literally semi, the friend. He's out of the drama. He's pretty normal. 
Yeah. He tries <laughs> to do the right thing. He's a good friend. So yeah, it's he's a likable character, but that's they yeah. they don't give him anything because of that. Right. Yeah. He's the friend. And I guess he's, I shouldn't say boring. He's just not troublemaker. No, they just don't give him anything to yeah. be exciting about, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. they haven't since, like, beginning of the show. Right. Like, like when like him maybe... and Serena got involved and... It's the Serena, Blair, and Chuck show. That's what oh, this, yeah. this is Absolutely. what we're watching. That's and it. I mean, I'm not going to hate on that because... I, I love Chuck so much. I mean, it is <laughs> Gossip so Girl. This is Gossip Girl. So yeah. the three of them make up this. They, yeah, they do. That's what we're watching. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and if Nate could be the moral compass, that would be interesting. Yeah. You know, because like, yeah. there aren't a whole lot of points of like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Uh-huh. Do this. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's right. none of that. No, that. Yeah, no. That doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Jess wants to know, did anyone have a crazy internship like Blair did? <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a crazy one, that's for sure. Not not like that, just like your quintessential. I work so I interned at RDF that was Wife Swap. Did you ever watch okay. Wife Swap? <laughs> oh my god, I love <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. I, my appendix burst, and that was the only thing that made me feel better. Oh. Was watching it for four hours every day on Lifetime. Oh, that's oh my so god, sweet. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I interned at the production company that did Wife Swap, and I was in the development team. So, which was super cool. I had such yeah. a blast there. But I remember, and I was in this city, and I'd have to like go to Whole Foods and like carry trays of food back for parties, walking blocks, and <laughs> hail cabs, and like get the coffees and yeah. run papers to networks. Like I remember, like yeah. give me big envelopes, and they're like, "Okay, you can't open the envelope, but you have to deliver. <laughs> have to deliver. You got to go to ABC. You got to go." And I'd like yeah. be on the subway like this, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but nothing like compared, but. Yeah, yeah. Jess cool. said that she had an internship, much like Devil Wears Prada, but the male version. Oh, yeah, and she she has like PTSD watching Blair at, yeah. with like this position yeah. at W. So wow. <laughs> it reminds wow. me a little bit of The Hills. Like I was like, oh, yeah, for Kelly Catrone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, we love The Hills, but- and it did remind me of that too with the interns. Yeah. Yeah, I um, never had an internship. I went to community college and then I transferred and didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just kept going to school and like, oh, ta-da, I'm a professor. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like you just keep going and then like that's You end up, up somewhere. Happening. But what's funny is I'm now the internship coordinator for my university. <laughs> and so all the stuff they're trying, you know, I'm like, let's not get you one of these internships. But um, one of my students just got one to a major corporation. So I'm like, Okay, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Oh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, oh, when I was in college, I feel like no one talked about internships. I'm like, I don't even know if they existed. I assume they did. But like, <laughs> I don't remember them ever talking about it. Now it's like, I had one of my former students come in and talk to my seniors. And he's like, he works for a major corporation. He was like, okay, so... You can have two internships, but we prefer three. Oh. And all my students in the class were like, I don't even have one of this. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Three? Yeah. I was like, that's insane. What's wrong with Wild. you people? Wow. No. Wild. I had two. I, was... I had two. So, so hopefully Blair can find another one. She'll be fine. Yeah. She'll, yeah be fine. she'll be fine. <laughs> I have hope for Blair Waldorf. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. But that is... <laughs> 
all of our questions. I would love for you to tell um, our listeners what all of your podcasts are about. I know we've briefly discussed them, (laughs) but you do have many hats. So if they're, um, I'm sure they're interested in hearing what they're about. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So I started three, almost four years ago doing Best Forevers, which is a podcast about friendship. So it's all about celebrating friends and all the good things in friendship. But then we also talk about the things like, why is this happening in my friendship? Like, what do you do if you're friends with a narcissist? Or what if you're a people pleaser? Or what do you, you know, so it's it's really sort of like the light and dark of friendship. And then, of course, my love of media I cover friendships in in TV, movies. I've done Veronica Mars. Um, I've done Psych. I'm going to be doing Harry Potter. Fast and the Furious series will be coming up. Oh, wow. There's a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the one that's sort of the golden egg, I guess, will be... uh, uh, golden girls which i uh, haven't, haven't done yet but so that that encompasses a lot of of like what you should do so then so i i kind of try to have a theme of friendship and connection and communication but my second podcast is a true crime podcast it's called fatalities um spelled t-e-a-s and the idea is that friends the thing they do the most is talk and so the idea is that two friends get together over tea to talk about a true crime case that left an impact on them somehow. So I either tell the story or a friend tells the story. We do our, we do a little bit of chit chat. Cause I asked them about like, um, how they got into true crime. Um, and if we're, we know each other, we'll talk about how we know each other. Then we talk about the tea we're drinking, but then we get into the case. And then at the end we do banter again while we talk about, we always give recommendations for the week, TV podcast, like that. Um, and so that one, um, it was it's really hard to do in a pandemic so mm-hmm. uh, there are 50 episodes of that one but um there hasn't been a new one in a while but there will be one coming out soon so well they have plenty don't. to binge until it comes yeah, exactly. out so. exactly. <laughs> yes and then i'll have a new podcast coming out called unrequited which is about crushes heartache and heartbreak uh rejection and so we'll be covering like what it is what it looks like in media how we deal with it listener stories things like that um, and really focusing on what we can do to reject people in a kinder way mm. um, and how we can as- accept rejection because I don't think we're good at either one of those no, things. No, as humans, we hate rejection. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's the worst. Uncomfortable. Yeah. So to bring it all together, like I had like nine social media accounts and stuff and I had like two Patreon accounts and I was like, no. So I merged everything recently and it's all called Friends with Elisa. And so the idea is like, it's like people who are into relationships, into media, a little bit of true crime, all that kind of fits under this umbrella together. So come be friends with Elisa. Yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I love Honestly, that. I think, Elisa, you are definitely a friend of ours. Yes, for sure. And Our new friend. We have very similar taste in many things. And yes. um, I look forward to another collaboration, hopefully in the future. Yeah. So. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited. And I'm so glad I was able to be on to talk about I love talking about TV. So feel yes. free to cut anything out if I talk oh, too much. Oh, no. <laughs> this is all staying. No, we love the passion and we really yeah. appreciate it and um <laughs> we'll speak to you very soon thank you oh lisa our new friend you, hope you guys enjoyed that we certainly did um we love a passionate gal for tv and f- 
we just, you know, that's what we're here for, right? Also, a passionate gal that loves Chuck Bass. I, <laughs> I'm i like, right. if she's listened to us, she's you know like, how much I don't oh. like Chuck Bass. <laughs> but that's the best thing about friendship is we can have different opinions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go into some trivia for the yeah. episode. 7.6 on IMDb. Not great. The episode title based off the movie While You Were Sleeping. Nate's shoe size is revealed to be an 11. See, I tried to pick that up this time. They did not hear it. All I heard was Raina was a seven and a half. So don't know where they got that information from unless it was in the deleted scene, maybe. Um, Blair's idea for Eleanor's present included a frame photo of herself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It would. When Damien looks down at the check, it addresses Damien as two A's before the L in Dalgard when it's actually two A's after the L in Dalgard. Okay. Okay. And um, Tish has a deleted scene, which I'm going to read. Tish says there is one deleted scene this week. Chuck and Lily are talking about the party and Chuck says there's no way Russell can win now and the Bass name will live to see another day. And they hug and Chuck says... Thank you for everything, Lily. Oh, I would have liked That's to see sweet. that. I, all these deleted scenes could totally could have, have worked. been in. Yeah, and we could have had some like delete deletions of other things. Yes, but, agreed. You know that is that is the show. We had some music by Rai Rai, Matt and Kim, Kesha, Eric Castle, Monarchy, and Quidzo. Um, I had four headbands this week. Me too. Awesome. We're back to Gossip Girl. Yes, because the minions were there. When yeah. the minions are not here, we don't get the. The I headbands. Um, I loved the pattern tights, as did you, correct? Yeah. Both Serena and Blair had that. I like Serena's statement ring. Me too. I really liked Lily's big earrings. Yep. And Nate's pullover. Very cute. The sweater that he smelled. Yeah. Chuck's like, you need to change. Yeah. I loved Raina's cheetah uh, beret winter hat. Very so cute. cute. And we liked Nate's peacoat. Love that peacoat. Like it was a thick like, wall. It was a nice blue. The um, shoulder pads, no, no, elbow pads were brown. Yeah. Super cute. Really yeah. like that. Um, I forget the woman's name. I always do. I knew it at one point, but at the W, her, she had a, I mean, her hair is gorgeous. We always talk about that, but her black sweater had the like, gold chains on it. Very fashionable. And I forward. liked her dress. Yes. And I liked Blair's floral top at uh, Eric's party. Yes. What about some quotes? Yeah. Uh, great leaders only need three hours of sleep. I ha- And mine happened to not be consecutive. That's what she says. Um, I'm the only one who can multitask. <laughs> sleep is for the weak. She has no time to care, Dorota. That one cracked me up. I don't like gore porn. Do you know how gauche it is to open gifts at a party before dessert? I'm like, I'm sorry, gauche? Gauche? Is the word of the day slash week slash year. Gosh. 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 How gosh of you. Like, Do you know what you're like tacky? You know? Yeah. No, I love it. Gosh. That's a great, great, great word. Mm-hmm. Did I see Vanessa or am I having ether flashbacks? I really laughed out loud there. At least we could joke about it. <laughs> Who else could turn minions into metaphors? I think someone freaky frighted me. This can't possibly be my life. My problem isn't emotional. It's administrative. Yeah. Uh, MVP and Chittiest, are we ready? I am ready. I am ready too. Okay. All right, on three. 
three. Oh, wait. Hold no? on. Where did I write my MVP? <laughs> Even though I know it, I panic if I don't see it written. I know, but <laughs> what is wrong with well, me? So do I. Trust I panic your gut. If, I panic if my computer scrolls up and I'm like, where am I? Where but am you I? You know notes? where you are. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. Rufus. Patch. I knew you were going to pick Rufus. She was squealing about Rufus and his guns, smoking guns. Listen, I love a little play. And thank you, Rufus. He had so much fun in this episode. He did. It was nice to see that. Yeah. I picked Padge. I thought he was a great support system to Blair, as he has been these past few episodes. Uh, Lisa, Mike, Tish, and Vic all picked Padge. Will picked Lufus, Lily, and Rufus together for skating yeah. with Chuck. And... Audrey and Marie picked Blair and Jillian and Jess picked pear pear because so cute with the pear emoji pear ship shittiest. Yeah. Three, two, one, one Damien. Damien. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Will, it's a given. Mike, Audrey, Marie, Tish, Vic, Jillian, Jess all picked Damien for the given. Lisa picked Russell and Jillian also gave Russell a blue ribbon because obviously he's shit. Obviously. Time for Betty or Betty's of the week. I have multiple. She's teasing. <laughs> you're a total Betty. Okay, so. Y'all are gonna hate on me for this name, but I thought it was cute in the moment. So let me read it off now. <laughs> we had a surge of new pledges in the past couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Thank you. So many of you have the name, have your first names with the letter K. Three to be exact. Katie, Katie, and Kimberly. So I called you out the special case. Oh, I thought we were going Kardashians. Oh my God. And the, and the Kardashians, a special Kardashian case. <laughs> Scratch that. I called you the special case with the addition of Presley, a.k.a. Press, a.k.a. the president of Stars Hollow, because she's obsessed with Gilmore Girls. Yes. Yes, Press. Yes, <laughs> Press. I should have named her Yes, Press. Is that annoying? Is that like a machine? It's like the Yes, Press, like you press a panini. Well, I was thinking I'm like a French press. Like yes. a coffee because of Gilmore Girls. Of Gilmore See where Girls. we went with that? We, You're welcome. We full circle but we just wanted to say welcome to tbm we are so excited you were here if you haven't already please reach out and we'd love to hear from you what brought you here it would be awesome to hear your journey with this network and our podcast and just hopefully our patrons you know that's they want to just welcome you and say hello join us over in the discord we really have the best fam best family that comes and join us on discord and I just, best. I have to give a shout out to all of you guys who just talk to each other throughout, like, Dale, constant, 24-7. Daily, I mean, everybody builds each other up. If there's something big happening, like, it. you got this, you got this. Yeah, if you're sick, so sorry, something happened. It just, they they love each other. Like, genuinely are rooting for Good each friendship. other. Uh, and I also, I just, I was telling Liz this off mic, but a, sh- a little shout out to our Discord patrons, but also specifically the OC channel. We have Angelina giving her thoughts on the OC yes, she watches. She's, she's watching it for the first time, which, which is I great. love. Giving her thoughts on Marissa. But then the Marissa talk turned into some deep talks in the safe space and just sharing deep conversations. And you know what? If this if this is what comes out of our network, 
I am. I'll I've, take it. I've won. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm proud the fact that we've created this community and you guys have connected and it like fills my heart with this immense amount of joy. Same. I just love it so much. Yeah, me too. It's just, it's so sweet to watch just it go. As I said, it goes 24 seven, even, you know, we're all on different time zones. So, you know, our morning is someone's night and it's just nice to wake up and see how much has progressed throughout the night and before you go to sleep and everyone's just, everyone's super kind. I think, I don't want to speak for them, but if I had to, that they built some really great friendships and I, I'm just really proud it's of so us. so positive. Yeah, I'm really, I just really love our little I TVM fam. So friendship. Um, if you're interested in that, head over to TotalBuddyMedia.com and maybe you want to pledge and And you'll see what us. else we offer over yeah, there. Yeah, we got plenty to, plenty to offer you. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some title for next week? Episode 17. 17. How E, the captain. How we, the captain. <laughs> this is 17. This is 17. Title for next week Empire of the Sun and SON, not the sun in the sky. <laughs> and my Empire three, Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, which we've done already. <laughs> Wait, the sun, like Empire S- of the Sun, SON. Okay. My three gossip words are three gossip words. Mother, statement, denial. Can you hear my pen? Yes, it's a it's a marker, right? Denial, huh? Denial about things. Empire of the Sun. So obviously this has to do with Chuck Bass and the whole Thorpe Enterprises and this situation. I think Mother has to do with Lily statement. There's going to be a statement made. I don't know where we're going with this, though. <laughs> denial. I could see more of Blair in denial with Chuck or maybe she's... I mean, can we have just like... I Listen, after our whole talk, especially with Elisa, right? Like, I really love their friendship. But what if we had this like denial thing of maybe there are feelings. Maybe I'm twisting this. I really just keep them as friends. I, I, <laughs> I, I regress. Uh-huh. Uh... Okay, Mother Lily being the mother of this company. Chuck is getting back Bass Industries. A statement will be put out. Or Thorpe is going to make a statement against Lily. Mm. Mm -hmm. Denial. Something with either Ben. I would say Blair in denial, but she's not in denial. I feel like she came to the surface this episode. So I'm not really sure what she would be in denial about in all seriousness. Okay. Maybe Serena's just in denial that like she thinks this relationship's going to work, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Love these thoughts. I can't wait for next week. Next Am week, I hot, cold, or? You're definitely warm. On some? With, um, with some things. Okay. Which I'm excited for you to see the progression of next week. What okay. happens with the things that you predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give too much away. I highly enjoy this episode. It has some really good OMG moments, I think. What should we do an emoji this week of? Let me think. I'm like thinking of like ice skate. Oh, an ice skate. Yeah. Let's do an ice skate. Send us an emoji 
on you can dm us on patreon you can dm us on instagram at total buddy media if you want to send us an email of just a emoji total buddy media you could Co at gmail.com yes or three gossip girls pod at gmail.com whichever you prefer yeah or you could send that emoji in an apple podcast review you sure can and while you're over there if you are enjoying the show consider leaving us a review if you're not enjoying the show skip that part <laughs> but we got a new review is there emojis in the review title there is of course because our listeners just they take initiative and they know what's yeah. up it's from jenny gron 622 I love you guys with a book emoji. A bunch yes, of book emojis. Book emoji. Five stars. I have loved Gossip Girl for years, although I'm 40, so I feel way too old to even say that. Oh, girl, please. No. And I absolutely adore your podcast, Purple Heart Emoji. Yes. I seriously get so excited when I realize it's Wednesday and I get to listen to your next episode. Not to sound creepy, but I found your voice is very soothing. LOL. <laughs> I can't stunning. help but laugh. I know. My uh, shrill, screechy voice. <laughs> I've never seen the OC or One Tree Hill and may have to watch them and listen to your other podcasts when you're done with Gossip Girl because I miss you guys. I'll miss you guys. Thank you so much. Please do listen to those. Can you imagine, right? You start with three Gossip Girls and you go to Tree Hill Talk season one. (laughs) Be kind and rewind. Be kind (laughs) and fast forward. It's such a different journey. And then going, even Let's Talk OC is so different i feel seasons three and four are more like gossip girl yeah we are now we found the footing we are established we know you know what to expect you're no, yeah. no surprises here right quality wise just you know it's just better the, the layout so let's just call yeah, it yeah i mean you know, we're proud of where we came from however it uh makes us laugh when people say our voices are soothing when you listen to Tree Hill Talk, you're definitely not going to think that. You absolutely <laughs> will not. It'll be a lot of like... It's three, it's three teens. It'll be over listen, other. Ingrid, and then me very soft. Oh my God. Remember when you were so low, Michelle? Everyone's like, yeah, we can't really hear Michelle. In fact, last week when I was <laughs> listening to our episode, With I was Carrie low. With Carrie and Allison, you were low. It I was know. like me being like, huh, that's cool, guys. I noticed yeah. that too, and I was like, huh. It didn't sound like that when you're a post. I know it never does, but I don't understand. <laughs> it's like I am someone trying to fit in. Like you are the cool kids, Aww. and I'm like, hey, yeah, that was cool, cool. It's like, what was that, Michelle? Can you speak up? And inside, I feel like I'm screaming always. Yeah, but I'm never screaming, no, and I'm you're usually not. translucent. People usually don't see me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'm wait. Wait, I'm here, right? She like just I said, she's translucent and nobody sees her. There have been times where Aww. I feel like people just don't notice. I'm like, I noticed you. You're oh, there Lizzie. at all times. For it makes me. me laugh. It was a, come from a place of, of humor, course, of not course. like I'm invisible. No, which I watched a Buffy episode last night, and it was about the invisible yes, yes. girl, and mm-hmm. then the way that ended. <laughs> like, detained by the FBI to be with other people who are invisible. What the fucking bizarre. Anyway, that's my... Anyway, so yeah. send us an emoji of an ice skate. If you're willing to write us a rating and review, we would super appreciate that. Yeah, so for here's the other thing. For the month of May... Yeah, we're writing a special. Well... <laughs> a special emoji write review. Us, <laughs> write us a review this month, and we will send you a sticker. So any new review we get this month, screenshot it to us. Yes. We're going to send you a sticker. Send it over to 3 Gossip Girls Pod. Um, 
I'm assuming it's going to be for three gossip girls. Yeah. Why would anybody write a review (laughs) after hearing this? Be like, you know what? Screw that show. I've made it this far. I'm going to go leave a review and let's talk. Yeah. So um, if you leave us a rating and review on three gossip girls pod this month and screenshot it, send it to three gossip girls pod on Instagram. We will send you a sticker. (laughs) So thanks, mom. Go ahead. Get your little phones out and your fingers clicking because you're going to want that holographic sticker. Let me tell you. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Before we wrap for After Dark, I just want to read Will's treat. And I also have two shout outs. I really wanted to shout out Joshua S. We received a amazingly just well thought out email about how much he absolutely dies, breathes, sneezes, gossip girl, and um, his whole experience with everything. And he even sorted our characters in Hogwarts houses. He gave me character summaries. It's excellent. Maybe I will post this on Patreon, just his little excerpts of his characters in the Hogwarts, because they're awesome. Um, So when you get to this point, he's only in season one, but when you get to this point, hey, Joshua. So nice to meet you. I hope in my email I didn't offend you when I said I said Joshua like Rachel from Friends. Joshua. <laughs> um, hopefully you got that reference. You seem to be about our age, so I'm hoping you got that <laughs> reference. Um, and I also wanted to shout out our new patron, Kimberly B, who sent us an email on TBM about her journey and listening to Let's Talk OC and how she loves One Tree Hill and Gossip Girls. So she'll be listening to those shows as well. So, hey, Kimberly, when you got here, Hi. how are you? Okay, we'll treat. Gossip Girl characters as animals, courtesy of patron press. Ooh. Yes, press. Yes, press. <laughs> Blair, Queen Bee, duh. Yeah. Chuck, koala, loves some tree, has family in Australia, and most likely to get chlamydia. <laughs> That's the best description if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Serena, leopard, beautiful, rarely changes its spots. Mm. Accurate as fuck. Mm, mm. Dan, a raven, black hair, smart, Edgar Allan Poe. So good. Nate, seahorse, most likely to procreate with himself. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, sometimes I do proofread what Will writes, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go with it, and I highly... I'm so happy that I didn't proofread t- this week. Uh, Jenny, Wolverine, Little J can be ferocious. Mm. Eric, Marlin, go Marlins. <laughs> Vanessa, octopus. She always has her tentacles in something. Ooh, he's savage with <laughs> Vanessa. Lily, a white Bengal tiger. Regal. Yes. Rufus, hawk. Lincoln hawk. Bart, a gerbil. <laughs> Mrs. Carr and the Duchess, cougar. Oh my God, Will! Will, you are such a gem. He loves Miss Carr. Yeah, and uh, what was her name? Oh my God, why am I blanking? Maureen. So they're both cougars in his eye. I love it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, But we're about to head to after dark. Excited because Elisa sent us a click, a click, a a clip (laughs) of. uh, some of her thoughts on this week's episode so just click click because here we go you know you love us xoxo gossip, gossip girls, girls.
after dark. We're here. Oh my god, we're so obnoxious. Okay. Jess has an after dark point that she'd like a doctor after dark point. Um point. Yeah, sure, a point. Um, does it seem like Gossip Girl? has been hanging low in these several episodes. I've never noticed it until this rewatch, but there hasn't been a ton of Gossip Girl commentary. I totally agree. Yeah, that's why After Dark's been kind of... I know, sorry guys. Fluffy. (laughs) Fluffy. Yes, I agree, Jess. It's been... Yeah, it's been lacking. Yeah. I want to play Elisa's audio clip, and then we can go into a few stories, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so after watching the first four seasons of Gossip Girl, especially the last one, episode 16 of season four, while you weren't sleeping, I have many thoughts about how Dan would be Gossip Girl. Not only from before this episode, but from this episode right now, because Dan wants to be part of this crowd. He's been in love with Serena forever, and I think he started it as a way to get involved with everyone and to get them all riled up. And I think that his goal of being a writer, certainly, you know, you got Gossip Girl, you got a pen name, you got, (laughs) you are writing undercover like you're Caroline Keene writing Nancy Drew. So I think Dan, certainly his need to be part of this group to uh, maybe... (laughs) fulfill some level of narcissism that I think he has. And because he's a writer, I think that really points to him being Gossip Girl. But in this particular episode, what you see is that the Gossip Girl posts start with the comment, you can't always get what you want unless you're Dan Humphrey posing as Gossip Girl. (laughs) But in this episode, you see him blasting uh, stories about Raina Thorpe and how, you know, her and Chuck have broken up. And I think it is a way maybe to get Blair riled up. And you see in this episode that, you know, they're now like friends, right? Dan and Blair are friends, which starting from day one, you'd be like, those are the last two I'd expect to be friends. And here they are being some sort of friends, right? And so in some ways, I'm wondering if he if he's doing it for some level of the self-satisfaction or maybe in which to get what he wants with the relationships he wants at the time that he needs them. He has this tool that helps him. But not only that, when he shows up to her job and she is overwhelmed, she's wearing two different shoes or whatever the case is, she's multitasked to death, right? Her minions can't get anything right. She can't get anything right. But she has so much to do. And one of those things is to write a blog post. And I think that Dan's ability to write that and to to make it seem like maybe (laughs) it's Blair, but at the same time really being sort of punching in at her, right? Punching in about like servants and accessories and all this kind of thing that I think that indicates his level of snark and wanting to be involved that maybe in other episodes hasn't been as clear. But for me, as soon as she's like the blog post, oh, I forgot about that. And it was written and one of her minions is like, oh my God, it was hilarious or really mean. And I think that is Dan Humphrey. (laughs) And Dan Humphrey can be hilarious and mean because he is, in fact, Gossip Girl. So I think in this episode, we see some of that. But I think 
looking back that you start to see that his reasons were to get in with the in-group, to rile them up, and to maybe, maybe he's just trying to get experience writing. He's like one of my college students. He's like, listen, I just need to get some experience. You know, I need like 10 years of experience before I can get an entry-level job. So that's my take on Dan Humphrey and him being Gossip Girl. XOXO. I had the same thoughts with the blog writing. Yeah, he was like, I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, and the fact that he honed in on that too. And he can speak in a different persona. Like it's not just coming from him. It's coming from what he thinks Blair would say. And he's pretty spot on with that because he knows her so well. Yeah. He's studied her. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. She should be suspicious of that. I know. (laughs) That he wrote her so well. This is such a red flag. Right? She doesn't even know. No. Thank you, Elisa, for your sentiment. Yeah, definitely. I love that. So I had a badge dream. Me, you, Ingrid, okay, <laughs> and a couple other people were going to see you on Broadway. Oh, my God. And Me? Padge Bentley was starring in it. And I was like, we need, I was like, for the podcast, we need to wait outside. For the, the podcast, press. For the, for the podcast <laughs> to get a picture with him of for the Instagram. Internally, I did not want to do it. And we've, <laughs> we've gone through this. We're like, should we wait? Should we talk to people? Yeah. Do we do it? I struggle with this because most of the time, like, they're people, they want to go home. They want to go home, yeah. But then right. I'm like, no, I do something. I should talk to this person. This is, like, story of my life. You guys know this. If you're still here and if you've been with us, you know how I struggle with this yeah. multiple times. Anyway, so there's a long line. We By the time we get to him, he's so pissed off. He's so <laughs> angry from waiting. And Aunt is there to take our picture and he can't figure out how to work the camera and we're posing like we are literally posing with him and i just hear him grumbling he's such an angry person oh my god and we couldn't get the picture and he stormed off and i was like you know what i'm not even mad i think he probably just wanted to go home (laughs) oh that's so sweet of you well like i i don't know i I think in your head you were like i'm gonna i'm gonna humanize him you know, and he probably just wants to go home and take a shit and eat and do and whatever also, he wants. And also, I'm like, I don't even think I really wanted to meet him. I was just right. doing it for a picture but to have the for the Instagram and yeah. our podcast. But I actually did not. I had nothing in me to meet him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what that means. Do I really not want right. to meet Padge Bentley? Do I not want to force anybody to talk to me? Maybe that's you subconsciously saying, Michelle, you need to wake up like you need to branch out and do this because internally you were feeling like this is me on your dream podcast in your dreams yeah Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) internally you were like i know i need to do this i don't want to do it but in your dream you're like i'm gonna do it because it's for me for my company but it didn't work out no it didn't work out because he was pissed and And he was kind of a dick he was a douche but also (laughs) i didn't blame him because we're all humans right and this is like the tail end of a weird dream that had to do with other things. I, don't you hate that where you like have all these dreams and a dream and a dream and you're like, wait, where did that even start? But this was right before I woke up and I'm like, how funny to have a badge dream on Three Gossip Three Girl Gossip Day. Three Gossip Girl Day. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, uh, I just had to tell that. Yeah. I was like, wow, I actually don't need to meet him, I think. Okay. Given the opportunity, I think we should. Okay. <laughs> Okay, cool. I mean, if there's like a big opportunity, not like just if we're like at we're not going to like festival. We yeah. should go talk to him. Yeah, right? be like, hey, what's up, Dan? I mean, Padge. I mean, Pen. Well, that I mean, was that another be, thing. I addressed him as Padge. 
But but here's here's what's hysterical. And to circle back to what we were talking about, I was so low. <laughs> he didn't even hear me say patch. I said, hey, Pat. It went, it was like, it was not heard. It's full circle. Mm-hmm. That's so So, so much of funny. me was in the dream. So much of you. That's you, why were, it, you got so many aspects of you <laughs> in this dream. That's why it felt so real. Yeah. It felt very real. Oh, Michelle. Well, you know, what can I say? If you guys, have, if anybody, first of all, if you're here, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. But if, <laughs> have you ever met? Padge Bentley, tell us your story. I would, I would think we would have heard by now. Yeah, but maybe if you're new, if you've met, if you've met any of the cast of yeah, the show, would be great. Know. Just want to know. How Ingrid's so funny. Was. Ingrid's like, I think you can get Blake Lively. Oh my god, Ingrid. We had coffee with her the she's other day. So she's cute. like, you guys can totally get Blake Lively. She's so sweet and chill. And we're like, what fucking earth are you on, Ingrid? Blake Lively married and to I, Ryan and Reynolds. And I would feel so. I'd be like, we shit on your character. We hate your character. <laughs> Much respect, though, Blake. No, much respect, Blake. You play her beautifully. Right. I think you play her exactly how they wrote her to be. And yeah. that's just really frustrating for me, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but Ingrid, she's so sweet, bless her heart. I know. She's like, you guys are great. You could totally you get, Blake, could get Blake Lively. We're like, girl. Cool. Petition. Finish your coffee. <laughs> Finish your coffee. Exactly. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, until next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at 3 Gossip Girls Pod or at 3 Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. 